In America's ever-varying beer market, consumers have voted for their new favorite, Mexican beers, like Corona, Pacifico, and Modelo. Move over, Bud Light. There's a new king of beers here in America, and it's Mexican, Modelo Especial. Modelo Especial dethroned Bud Light in May 2023 and again in June, snapping its 22-year reign as the king of beers. There's really no scenario at this point where you would see Bud Light regain its number one position. Experts say it's only a glimpse at what's to come. According to them, Mexican beer was already ruling the U.S. market prior to Bud Light's fall. Yeah, we always have to have backup kegs, always. Because any day we could sell entire keg, two kegs. Budweiser, and particularly Bud Light, was a huge, huge draw. And that has, um, it hasn't fallen away completely, but it's definitely depleted. One company in particular is reaping the benefits, Constellation Brands, which distributes Modelo. And in the quarter ending May 31st, reported revenue of $2.51 billion, a 6.4% increase from the same quarter last year. And Wall Street is responding favorably. In 2013, Odella Special was not even a top 10 brand in, in the States. And here we are today as the number one beer in America by revenue. In May, news about Modelo's new bestseller status may have surprised consumers, but not experts. Modelo had been a faster growing beer for years, um, growing double digits. And so as the number two beer brand in the U.S. market prior to the marketing controversy, it was only really a matter of time before the brand would have overtaken Bud Light as the largest brand in the United States. In June 2023, Modelo Especial accounted for almost 11% of total beer sales, while Bud Light had fallen to 9% a shift from March when Modelo represented 9.5% in total beer sales and Bud Light was at 12.5%. We always anticipated that Modelo Especial would become the number one beer in America by revenue. It just, you know, happened quicker than we anticipated. And we, we plan on being the number one beer for three, five, seven, ten 10 more years going forward. Some of that comes from the backlash and boycotts Bud Light and AB InBev faced over partnering with transgender activist Dylan Mulvaney, the effects of which are still impacting the U.S. market. It was long a matter of if not when. Uh, these trends have been building for a long time, and so certainly the timeline accelerated with some of the unique events in the last six months. But Modelo has been on a rise and Bud Light's been on a decline as we've seen overall shifts in the beer market. Mexico exports more beer to the United States than any other country. Between 2013 and 2023, Mexican beer imports doubled. You talk about Mexican imports in the U.S. Our portfolio is over 90% of the revenue in the U.S. Since being introduced to the U.S. market in 1982, Modelo Especial has grown double digits in 37 of those 41 years. While consumers are buying less beer overall, they're spending more on each one, hence the rise of craft beers. That's also where brews like Modelo Especial come in. What we've been able to do over the last 10, 12 years is drive this portfolio of Mexican imports. 
And with the consumer, they, yes, of course, they, they understand these brands are from Mexico and they really enjoy this product, but they enjoy this product because they're great beer brands. Another key factor, demographics. Hispanics make up about 19% of the U.S. population, growing to 62.1 million in 2020, according to the last census. That's a 23% increase from 2010, far outpacing the nation's overall population growth rate of 7.4%. So as more consumers turn 21, that's more consumers incrementally into the category and it's consumers that have a tendency to favor Modelo Especial. And Constellation knows this well. Much of the company's marketing dollars are spent targeting the minority group. But the beverage behemoth is also expanding its advertising strategy, making sure it appeals to a broader customer base. Our drinker base for Modelo Especial today is actually about 50-50. It's about half Hispanic and about half non-Hispanic consumers. So we've been really successful. That, that, that Hispanic consumer is our foundation, it's our core, it's super important to us. But we've had a ton of success bringing in a lot of those non-Hispanic consumers. In 2013, former CEO Rob Sands predicted Modelo's rise, telling the Wall Street Journal he could see Modelo Especial being potentially as big or bigger than Corona in the next five years. The Modelo brand family caught up to Corona in the summer of 2019 and then, shortly after, exceeded Corona in size. Modelo's been larger ever since. There's Modelo, then there's everyone else. They really know how to market behind Modelo. They know who their core consumer is, and I think that it's just, um, you know, the authenticity and knowing their brands um, is, is, is why you've really seen outperformance, not only to Mexican imports, but also to the, to the broad beer category. In Constellation's earnings report released in June 2023, the company's beer business delivered double-digit net sales growth of 11%, which the company says was driven by the strong performance of its top seller. The success we're having across the country right now is incredible, and, and we're, we are seeing double-digit growth in a lot of these eastern markets. There's markets like New York and Miami, where Modelo Especial is now the number two selling beer in the market, behind, by the way, Corona, which is number one. Another key brand that performed well in the same quarter is Corona Extra, which represents around 6% of total beer sales in the U.S. The overall Corona brand family accounts for almost 9%. And the momentum likely isn't ending anytime soon. We're thrilled and excited to be the number one selling beer over the past couple of months in dollar sales. We're not there in volume sales, and, and we believe that we can get there and will get there, but we'll have to stay focused to continue to do it. Globally, Modelo, Corona, Pacifico, and Victoria are owned and distributed by the world's largest brewer, Anheuser-Busch InBev, or AB InBev. But in the U.S., those rights belong to Constellation Brands. It goes back to 2013, when the Justice Department blocked a proposed merger between AB InBev and Grupo Modelo, the Mexican brewery that produces these beers. Regulators cited antitrust concerns, arguing this would lessen competition by creating a beer giant with a dominant share of the U.S. market. AB InBev was already the biggest brewer in the world. The government forced the parties to reach a settlement, and as a result, the acquisition moved forward with several stipulations. AB InBev and Modelo divested Modelo's entire U.S. business to Constellation Brands, 
Grupo Modelo's most technologically advanced brewery was sold to Constellation, and AB InBev granted Constellation the perpetual rights of the Corona and Modelo brands for $2.9 billion. It was a turning point for the brand, kind of completely changed their financials. And when you look at trends in the United States, you know, Mexican imports in particular have been one of the best performing Category, subcategories in all of beer. And so it was a great acquisition for Constellation Brands and it really changed the trajectory of the company. Now Constellation boasts a wide portfolio of successful wine, spirits, and beers, though a whopping 85% of its revenue stems from its beer sales. We didn't anticipate that where we sit today, that we would be the second largest beer company in America and now have the number one beer in America by revenue with Modelo Special. So we were very excited with the opportunity, but uh, I don't think we anybody realized the potential that these brands had in the U.S. Its net sales are up 94% in 2023 from 2014, the first full fiscal year after its acquisition of the Grupo Modelo brands. Constellation isn't America's only Mexican beer distributor, but it's definitely the most successful. Heineken, the world's second largest brewer, added Dos Equis, Tecate, Sol, and more to its portfolio in 2010. Dos Equis is a top seller, but does not come close to having a number one or number two spot. Each company has different levels of focus on Mexican beer in their portfolio. For Constellation, that is their beer portfolio. That's all they're focused on. For a company like Heineken, which certainly has been successful with Dos Equis over time, if you look at those volumes, it's just one part of their portfolio. Corona and Modelo were first brewed in the same Mexico City brewery, Cerveceria Modelo, in the 1920s, which later became Grupo Modelo. It took until 1976 for the United States to allow the brewery to begin exporting into the country. Dos Equis was first brewed in Veracruz, Mexico in 1897, then imported to the U.S. in 1983. Tecate was even earlier, in 1947, 43 years before Modelo. So what prevented these brands from capitalizing on their first mover advantage in the U.S. market? Marketing has been a big part of the rise of, of Mexican imports with some of the most successful branding campaigns coming in the space from the most interesting man in the world with Dos Equis to Find Your Beach with Corona. But I think it's a complication of multiple factors, including focus for Heineken. Despite rising operational costs due to inflation, the beer business continues to be lucrative. The industry has adapted partly by raising prices. From June 2022 to June 2023, the price of beer rose 5.4%. Shares of Constellation Brands fell 9.7% on January 5th, after it reported mixed results in its third quarter 2023. Despite beer sales being up 8% year over year, adjusted operating income was down 7%. The company pointed to ongoing supply chain issues, but has since rebounded. The biggest challenge that we saw in the quarter was that we raised additional price in October. And as you know, when you raise price, you have a short-term uh, hit to your volumetrics. We've seen basically everything that goes into making beer increase in price in the last six months to a year. Aluminum cans, malts, labor, packaging supply, shipping. So making beer has become more expensive and many producers have decided they can't just eat those cost increases and they have to pass it on. Constellation has adapted to failure before. In 2020, a dispute with Mexicali residents over water access caused it to halt construction of its nearly completed brewery in the Mexican border city. The project was initially marked as an investment worth around $1.5 billion. 
Instead, the company reported losses of $665.9 million from the closure. The company is planning a new brewery by a major river in the Gulf Coast state of Veracruz. As for Constellations and Mexican beer's overall longevity, experts say their growth looks promising for now. The risk is that there could always be changes in consumer preference, that you see a slowdown in the brand. Modelo remains the key driver behind them being able to deliver on their long-term targets. Just 10 years ago, the company looked a lot different, with a portfolio of just wine and spirits. Now, it boasts an entirely new segment in beer and a $4.2 billion investment in a cannabis company over two years in 2017 and 2018. However, that segment has been less than successful. The company took a $1 billion write-down to its stake in October 2022. The company reported about a $950 million loss in their fiscal year 2023. It's going to be interesting to watch whether they double down there or they continue to look to diversify. You know, what we've seen from them over the last 10 years is a lot of bets in new growing markets. Besides Modelo, their other high-profit performers, Corona Extra and Pacifico, also saw great results this past quarter, with the potential for more. We're just scratching the surface on a brand like Pacifico. So just on our Mexican beer portfolio, we've got a ton more room to grow, and we're focused on doing that. As more and more people become aware and the brand becomes even more top of mind, that's more opportunity for us to bring more people in, to increase household penetration, and to keep that momentum going. A brand's popularity often cycles as consumer preferences change. But since the next generation of 21 and up drinkers will be more Hispanic than the current one, experts predict that Mexican beer will continue to stay relevant. I think broadly we see Mexican culture infusing in American culture more and more and more. Um, and again, you know, these are Mexican import beers, but I think increasingly many of these leading brands, we should be thinking of as American brands just as much as we think of them as Mexican brands.